This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 12, Schemes and Murder. All right, I am I am getting tired of people summoning things and people out of nowhere. Does anyone else have any fancy tricks up their sleeves that they want to show? Speak now, or forever hold your peace. Jackal showed me this cool thing I can do with a knife, and I'll just try to start doing the knife flippings. Uh, give me a sleight of hand. And also, the woman who was summoned into this room is, like, has just kind of went away, disappeared. And, oh, dude, yeah, uh... wish people would keep using doors, and there for a reason. Uh, oh, you got a 12. Never mind. I think you're doing okay, Flea. Like, you're getting it down. See, that's probably the coolest thing I know how to do. No, I don't know. She is... She seemed to be friendly, but we really don't know too much about her. Um, Tabby, who was that? I helped uh, a couple days ago. And how is she being summoned and not using doors like normal people? This is some bad juju, I tell you. Some magic of some sort that is linked to this magic coin. I do not know how it works. I just know if you flip it in the air, she appears. I am not going to do that again, and I put it in my bag of holding before Flea has the idea of what? I do not like this playing around with bad juju. The spirits are not liking this, I can definitely tell. Yeah. Kazir is just like, nope. This is bad. People are appearing out of nowhere again, and we're not even had enough spirit quest. The thing about calling on her, though, is we don't know too much about her, and she could easily give this information to Clarkston, that we will be there. Now, why he would care about us, I do not know. Mm. I mean, the bounty on it, who cares, but... Yes. Well, he hates me, so... What would you do to him? Stole something from him. Ooh, what'd you steal? Uh, Nothing big. A minor magic item. I was just trying to buy some dinner. Uh, no judgment here. Uh, you know, some sometimes stealing from people causes the worst reactions. I remember when uh, someone stole uh, one of my totems when I was but a wee boy, and I was furious. Well, he was pretty mad. He threatened me. So if he sees me again, he'll probably kill me. Well, I won't let that happen. Not on my watch. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll light them on fire. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that. that. If you leave that dynamite flea, we all go up in flames, just saying. Do you have dynamite? Nope. Nice flea. Gives De- De- me a side eye. <laughs> Deception, man. Or, yeah, yeah, you can roll insight, too. I, I don't know. He seems he seems pretty uh, adamant about not having dynamite, but it is flea, so. <laughs> well, if you did have dynamite, it could have been useful. Yeah, what would you do with it? 
Dynamite isn't a half bad distraction. We could probably buy some from that slave guy, or just steal it once we kill him. He had some. Oh, yeah. we can go kill the slave guy tonight, or maybe he'll be at the thing. We can set his slaves free, and then we can get to the connection of wherever this stone is going after that. That does beg the question, what order do we want to do this in? Because either way, we'll be in trouble with an authority here in Swordfall, and we'll have to leave fairly promptly. Would uh, think that perhaps we should, uh, I don't know, go to this guy's house first, and then we should uh, just follow where the stone is going? I just had a terrible thought. What happens if this tournament is fixed? Oh, it's definitely it's, fixed. That's what I was thinking. It, it was a ringer, you know, somebody that is going to always it's, win. It's all for show. Ringer or not, someone there is going to be cheating. Well, of course. The magic yeah. items in there, I mean, he's going to try to loot them, and, you know, I'm sure there are some pickpocketers. Um, pickpocketers, yes, but not working for Clarkson. He wouldn't steal from his client. He's the John of the crowd that is around him, though. He doesn't have to do it himself. I would just say that uh, one of the others might have done it. Yes. That's true. If I was a slithering snake, what would I do? Steal everyone's shit. Not if you're I'll a slithering snake shit. with an empire that needs to be maintained. Mm -hmm. How big is other empire? Fairly large. It reaches through all of Swordpool and a little beyond. Mm -hmm. So... He, Oh, go He's ahead. not a good man, but he has a reputation. I would still like very much to rip out his heart then. Bow or no bow, rewarded. So I could still give it to Lilypad, that'd be funny. So uh what are the next steps? Because you have the slaver merchant, which seems like you want to take care of. Uh, you have, you know, you could always actually stake out the, physically stake out the uh, place Clarkson is in. Um, there's sign a, up to this thing anyways. Yeah, oh, you yeah. kind of need to sign up to that anyways, so that's probably, you need to go to him, sign up. And then you can actually, like, stake out the place or whatever. What if we went and signed up first, we take a look around, and then as night kind of falls, we take care of this slaver guy. We need to lure him back to his stool. I mean, we can just, we can do that. I'm a pretty good liar. Lure who back to what stool? The, um, the slaver. We don't uh, know where he lives, we need to meet him in his stool. Uh, we could pretend like we are trading me in for a deal. Oh, I know where he lives. You do? I, what? Yeah, I staked him out yesterday. So, you're going to go out, you're going to sign up for this thing, check out what's happening at Clarkson's and uh, all that? Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. Um, yes. I think we should reapply Tabby's um, disguise! Disguise, yeah. Be a wise decision. 
Yeah, let's let's roll that disguise kit. Woo! Seventeen. Oh, that's good. And once uh, again, she becomes a cat of another color. Yep. <laughs> so you guys, it's probably about like mid morning now because yeah, you've been talking, you've been scheming, uh, you've been eating. And the air is really crisp. You can all see your breaths. Winter is coming. And uh, it looks like all, all the canopies that are like above the um, shop doors and such like that have been frosted over. Uh, there are a few plants that are trying to hold on to dear life, but the cycle of nature is happening. Uh, the streets... They're not, like, full, but, you know, it's not necessarily empty. Well, there's a lot of people trying to stay inside because it got to that point for some people and races that it, it's a little bit too cold. And, uh, yeah, you guys start walking through the city, going into, uh the merchant district and all the merchants are well they don't have the doors open right now they everything's closed but they they're changing their display windows to be a little bit more wintry displaying different things uh and then you go through one of the entrances of the mercenary district and everything dramatically changes i the entertainment district is pretty nice the merchant district is nice, but very functional. The mercenary district is looking a little run down. And there are people on the street, but it doesn't look like they necessarily have any choice. Uh, there are people on, like, cardboard, well, probably not cord cardboard beds. Someone probably had the mercy of actually handing out blankets and they're, uh, you know, have their blanket out there on top of those. There are some people who are begging. Uh, there are some shops that are around, but all the doors and the windows have bars on them. It's kind of a shady place. But Tabby, Flea Cracketer, you're pretty used to this place uh, since you kind of got herded here when you were first uh, around, when you were looking for an inn. And also, uh, there's a lot more different races that are some considered monster races others are not like there's you see a few drow out and about kind of sticking to the shadows you see dwarfs you see uh goblins and some kobolds uh you see half works this is the more colorful part of the city I want to give some gold to anyone we pass who's begging enough for a place to sleep for the night and something to eat. All right. Um, who do you look for specifically? Especially people who are younger or um, seem to have families. Uh, yeah, there's probably at least like one mother with a new newly born child who's like sitting there kind of quietly. She she's not like outright begging. But she's, you know, she has something out 
and it looks like she's struggling. There, a little child runs up to her, and you know, babbles something and just babbles something because it's a little tiny kid. And he's. I'm gonna hold- drop twenty gold into her little bowl. Let's <laughs> see if anybody else sees that. Should I make a sleight of hand check? Uh, if you want to be more sneaky about it and like make yeah, sure that nothing. I don't nothing... want to get robbed. Fifteen. Yeah, that's that's good enough. Um, there there are a few people who like probably watch your approach from the distance, but you know they don't take mind of you. Uh, you start uh walking through the mercenary district. And you get kind of to this let me mark it on the map you literally have like walked across the city and uh, there's this one area by what looks like to be a banded warehouse down an alley uh, right up next to the city wall and there is kind of an unassuming grate there. Uh, is there any thieves can't around? Oh yeah, there would be. Um, both, uh, well, yeah, Taz knows thieves can't. Tabby can see about any language. And you guys, as you get closer, you see both signs of fencing illegal goods, but also danger. And it's the sewer grates almost decorated in all this thieves can't uh, graffiti that it almost meshes into almost a picture. But all of it's kind of saying the same thing that, you know, you can fence here. There's good stuff here. But it's also pretty dangerous. Does it say specifically what the danger is? Um, he, it almost lists everything you can think of, like magic users and cutthroats, and you know it's. But also, it's it's saying you know you can pick up magic items here and food and uh, prostitutes. So it's kind of sending this whole mixed signal. Is there anything specifically about Clarkson? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say yes. It probably does specifically say Clarkson's here. Like, straight out. But there's also, like, it, it seems like it's been written over older graffiti and older than that. It looks like there's been graffiti on this wall since probably the wall has been built. There looks to be many tags here, huh? Yes. We best be cautious. How's... Well, that's to not go on said, true. I mean, this is the, where we are is full of things that we should be cautious of, of course. How's Krakatur feeling about this place? Uh, he is not liking it one bit. 
He's getting antsy. Kazu's starting to bounce about uh, quite a bit. Uh, friends, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Perhaps uh, this is not good. Not good at all. Bad juju. You know, we can always wait. <laughs> I want to pay attention to where it says selling of people. If it pinpoints back to the uh, guy that is the slaver. Uh, is there any mention of that? There's actually no like mention of slavers uh, in this district. Um, okay. Yeah. It, since you've been here with these Kent and other like being able to read other things. Um, yeah, there's not, not really any apparent or even secret messages of, oh yeah, there's slavers over here, sell your sister. So, yeah. So yeah, you're in front of this, uh, Sir Great. It looks very much like the one from your visions, Tabby. Seems to match. So, now we just need to sign up for this thing, huh? Uh... Wonder where you sign up. Is there any any script on any of the grate or walls around that says sign up here? Um, it, it, all all signs kind of point to going through that sewer grate and walking in. I I've seen this in a movie once. A clown pops out. It's very bad. <laughs> um, Keep an eye out for red balloons. <laughs> You'll float too. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, looks like we're going in. Uh, how does Flea feel about the whole thing? Well, he's he's oblivious as always. <clears throat> he's does... probably not. He's probably looking for lizard folk somewhere. He's not even paying attention to the rest uh, of the crew. Give me an investigation check. Uh, yeah, you you at least see uh, one or two out and about, uh, going from one place to another. It's it is cold for you, Flea, and it's probably very cold for them too. Um, mm -hmm. I would imagine someone has bundled you up by now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. He just kind of ambiently looks for lizard folk everywhere he goes, just to see if he ever sees like anyone from his old tribe or anything like that, but. Now, a lot other of than that, he's fine. Hey, there's a lot of other tribes here, and it's kind of hard to tell where they're from because not everybody has like symbols or uh, totems on them or whatever yeah. else signifies, you know, markings, tattoos, whatever. Yeah, other than that, he's fine with going down into a sewer if that's what his friends tell him to do. <laughs> are Are you going to be the one who goes first? I uh, search for traps. Right. Um, uh, go ahead. Before we go down, I would like to use disguise self. Okay, cool. Uh, how do you change your appearance? Still gonna appear as a tiefling, a uh, tiefling, but um, uh, and more average-looking, uh, red skin, black hair, nondescript. So you're just looking a little bit more plain and... Whereas... Yeah, just not like Taz. 
Yeah, as plain as a tiefling can get, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, did you warn anyone? No, but, I mean, they saw me do it. Hey. Cracketeer. Yes. Taz just did something weird. Uh, just said something and started, like, morphing into another person. Uh, what is, what? Where, where did Taz go? Guys, where did Taz go? Why is she someone else now? It's still me. It's just a spell. It's an illusion. Oh, illusion, say. He flips his Oni mask down. I too shall look different now. Okay. I look scarier, and they shall know my stature as Tur with this mask. So they will know not to fuck with me. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Good job. <laughs> Cracketer also does disguise self, but in a more practical way. Cool. Um, who's the first to go through that sewer grate? So, uh, investigation roll. Does anybody else want to help oh. with that? Yeah. I will. Do you want to roll with advantage? Just roll again, or do you want me to roll? Uh, you can go for it. You can roll. Twenty-one. So, as you're investigating this, um, you notice that it's not trapped, but it's not a normal sewer grate. It's kind of weighted like a door and it's easy to push on one side and just go through the other and uh you notice that actually uh it's blackened between the bars like it's actually a solid door but meant to look like a sewer grate that goes back a little so you open up this door and behind it is a nice looking hallway that leads to a door. We have doors within doors, it appears. I guess we should go in. After you. Uh, oh boy. What'd you say about, about Juju Krakator? <laughs> uh, Tabby goes in. I'll follow her. Okay. Yeah, I'll go in. I guess I'm going in. And Krakator at the rear. Cool. Good uh, idea, guys. Put the tank at the rear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Hello, folks. J.P. Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found.
please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.